This is Talk of the Rift. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new edition of Talk of the Rift. We got episode number 67 of some League of Legends action coming your way. Editor's note, it's actually episode 68. I am the host of this show where we talk about League of Legends. My name is Eli, and I am not alone. I am joined by my friends Logan and Koobs. Gentlemen, how are we doing this week? Fantastic. Pretty good. That was the most like benign, low-key fantastic I've ever heard in my entire life, and it, but I believed you meant it. I, I believed you meant it. It's been, um, it's been an interesting week. I uh, I was really expecting a lot more of these LCS rosters to be finalized by now, um, or at least, well, not necessarily finalized. I wanted to know what the rosters were, because I'm sure they're internally finalized, but they haven't made a ton of announcements. A few teams have, a few teams haven't. Last week, we graded half of the LCS. This week, we're going to grade the other half of the LCS based on the information that we currently have. Uh, whether it's confirmed or not doesn't really uh, matter. If things change from what we are grading this week, we will amend our grades when we find out something different has happened. So that's just how we're going to approach this going forward. Don't want to wait too long between them. Uh, and then once we do know all the other uh, all the other uh, rosters, we're going to go through and we're going to rank uh, we're going to rank the LCS, and we're going to see uh, who's right and who's wrong. Whenever, uh, whenever we actually get around to spring split, which is a little ways away yet, I always forget how long preseason is. Uh, feels like we've been here for a while. Before we get into that, do we have any iron facts from previous weeks? Oh, I got a doozy of them. Okay, all righty, let's hit, get hit me started. With so there was some confusion last week about the split in which C9 did subs. It was the C9 2018 summer roster where they did their mid jungle swaps from. Jensen Blabber to Golden Glue Svenskeren. Um, they did one swap at the middle of the season, which was them subbing Sneaky, Jensen, and Smoothie back in because they started that split without them. That was that famous like video where they just like recorded them telling them that they're benched and I like pissed them off. Uh, so they subbed them back in like uh, like between a quarter and halfway. And then at the last week, they subbed Golden Glue Svenskeren in. And then for playoffs, they did like the back and forth throughout playoffs. That was kind of the beginning of the end for Sneaky, right? That was Jet. So that was that Worlds. They went to Worlds and they got semifinals. And then Jensen didn't come back. Sneaky played one more year and then he was gone. Yeah. That, that was that sort was, of they the... got They got Niski. It was the same roster, but then they just had Niski instead of Jensen. Yeah. There was a real changing of the guard in Cloud9, that uh, that sort of 18-month yeah. oh, span. They didn't have Smoothie either after that. They dropped Smoothie and kept Zazel. Good move. Yep. Good move. Uh, what Zazel played for the majority of the summer, though. Smoothie didn't really get to come back. So, um, The LEC is still the acronym that you will use. Um, it just un- operates under the umbrella of the M- of the EMEA. Oh, so it will still be called the LEC. Okay, that was that's even more confusing because yes, if you look at a player profile, it does. It's not going to say LEC. It's going to say EMEA. No, it'll and say. Well, it should say LEC if they play in the LEC. But yeah, 
They'll call like the EMEA the like European region, but the professional like European league is called the LEC. Interesting. So anybody, oh, I guess that probably is how they're handling like imports, right? Because if you're in that region, you if you're in the EMEA, you wouldn't count as an import in any of the leagues in that like umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's Um, a good distinction. And then the last one was at one point in the podcast last week while I was giving a very controversial grade to TSM, Coops <laughs> mentioned that uh, they followed my what I wanted them to do. And then I realized that Coops actually was not here for when I read TSM's thing. That was one of the days that Coops was gone. So I'm going to read my little two sentence, three sentences that I have for TSM. Are you ready? I that- wrote... The you ready was directed at that Coobs, was for I you, think. Coobs, yeah. Oh, okay. Dear all that is holy in this world, if you import an LPL player, even one, I will predict a roster change by summer and an average finish. Promote Soul, beg for forgiveness from Spica, and give him the money he deserves. Lastly, find an ADC that understands the basic functions of auto attacking. Hell, I'm free on most weekends. I'll promise I'll attack at least twice per team fight. That is what I wrote for TSM. I do remember this. But I so do there's, remember there's you telling my iron, me. There's yeah, my iron. I do fat. remember you telling me they should keep solo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did. I did say that at a previous thing too. But that was so my like. That was I, our I official still hold episode. My record on an iron fax. Right, but that's from our episode of which we were like, "This is what we want every team to do," and that is what I wrote oh, gotcha. for for them specifically. So yeah, well, well, that was the last now, thing that I said like, about. It TSM. sounds like they followed it. Uh, they did not keep Spica. They did not promote Soul. Well, I and guess then, so. Because uh, they but got they, rid of Soul. But then, and then they, I told them to get an ADC that understands the basic functions, and I would not classify Neo as understanding the basic sure? functions. I mean, ah. come on. It's he's <laughs> You swap nine for you swap ten for nine. That's <laughs> Dude, they're not like actually iron tier, man. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. Yeah, that's I, all I, got for I, was, I still don't think okay. that's D plus. D plus was D, I, up it to D plus? I think you upped it to because you, you gave a D minus because you right shifted away, right? everybody up. Right. Yeah. Right. You graded on a curve. That actually reminds. I, 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 I did. I did do D plus. I, I do think, think actually. Yours, I think you should get. I think they deserve in your mind a C minus if this was not a TSM. Are you lobbying for somebody else to change their grade? Yeah. No. 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 Oh, <laughs> sorry. You're talking coops. Other talking. Yeah. 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 I've not taken the slander. I mean, I understand like disagreeing with it, but I don't think he should change the grade he feels that they deserve. Because if he's wrong, you get to dunk on him that much harder later. Can I not just meme about it? Were, this wait, is a were, meme-free podcast. Oh my bad, my bad. What, were you memeing? I, I thought you were being serious. No, I was. I don't. I don't really actually care. I oh, okay. All right. Sorry, I misread point. the situation. My fault. <laughs> my fault. Um. You said that was the end of your Iron Facts slogan? Yep, that's all I got. It's mostly Coops, I would ask you if you have any Iron Facts, but you don't listen to the podcast. So wow. we will move on. Um, okay, so last week we graded half the teams in the LCS. This week we are going to take a stab at grading the other half of the LCS. Ooh. Today's Wednesday, uh, the 7th. FlyQuest is officially announcing their roster on Thursday the 8th. So it will have been announced when this comes out. We don't know what it is yet. So we're going off of what we're almost 100% positive their roster will be. Um, 
and we will grade from there. I didn't write down. I wasn't actually anticipating grading these guys today, so I didn't write down what their rosters were before. But FlyQuest roster presumably will be Impact, Spica, Vikla, Prince, and Ayla. Uh, Prince, of course, being the import that I thought. Uh, who did I think had Prince last week? Because I miswrote it. Yeah, it was Evil Geniuses. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Prince is the Korean import who played for Live Sandbox in Korea. Um, I, I gotta create a new metric, man. I gotta dock CLG down <laughs> unless we could do A plus plus. Well, you can do S. I mean, you could also give two oh, teams true. an A plus. <laughs> that is, you I mean, can true. also give two teams but, an A plus. But this is this is just a different level of roster move, man. That D. Okay, I, I'll go first if no one wants to go first. You go ahead if you'd like. Yeah. I gave him an A plus. I like I like this is a perfect yeah. like off season. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it does like obviously like you could like dot I's and cross T's on ways to get like better players, but like like this is like you you got you got Spica like to a, a team that's like solid. So like that's you know, you assume that he's just gonna like do amazing. Like he's gonna take off the hyperbolic time chamber weights and just be great right you Speakers got four one of the is best good. you got one of the best mid laners from the lck you got the second best ad carry from summer in, from the lck and you got the most promising or second most promising support uh that you're promoting yep. who, who we've seen play already in the lcs so we know he's going to be solid yeah. and, and, and he's gonna have the best rock. ad carry in the league yeah. and well, rock in the most top. likely the best ad carry in the league so like you know he's going to be solid Right, and then you just put like impact on there, and you're just like impact, do or like yeah. literally whatever, just like everyone else your needs heart to out. <laughs> Also, four people on this team speak Korean, and you're fine. Yeah. But also, three of them speak English. So, like, uh, I don't think Speaker does. Does he? I think I know he was. I know he's. Uh, I know he knows Mul- Mandarin. Multi- multilingual. I don't know if he ever. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, you're, that's probably right, though. Yeah. Right. I, there, there's some ro- like, Chinese, yeah. There's some Ross, you know, some language Mandarin. barrier, sure. But like, I'm. This is probably one of the only times in the history of ever in which I'm like okay with not ever talking about the like language barrier or the possibility right. of it because I'm actually just confident that this team like this is too good. Yeah, I think I think just the talent on this team will just be enough for them to easily come flying out the gate. Yep. This this is this is a slam dunk and, for for Papa Smithy for sure. And, and like the side of FlyQuest, like I kind of said it before, with the side of FlyQuest, like this, like literally, this is just what you want from an off season. Like it sucks that like some of their players, like they don't have like Takui was actually like really good. Like obviously Vikla's a better player, but like yeah, it sucks to see Takui go. Like unfortunate, you know. Um, but yeah, I it's just A plus, A plus. Yep. Yeah, it's and the I, best grade I can give. A plus. People, yeah, people are just arguing that Prince was just legit the best ADC. Right, like it's just the, the guy. Right. Hopefully, not... like hopefully, he actually stays the best ADC, and it's not I like mean, one yeah. of those fluke, is like the, is that the a fluke a, split a, where a, like a, no, 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 like he's just curse. on like one of the winning. Well, okay, so to be fair, uh, Prince was on Live Sandbox, and right. they got like third in the LCK. So, but they didn't go to Worlds because they had to play the Gauntlet, and then they lost to DRX. Like that's yeah, why he didn't go to Worlds. Champions. But apparently, exactly, it was, it was Prince just one V like. I was yeah. listening to Kadrill like talk about him, and apparently, like he griefed like the ser- like the last series that would have got them to world. Apparently, mm-hmm. but pretty much up until then, he was like, he was like, this guy's just one v nining. Like he was just like the plays this guy makes, and like it's like it's, yeah. to him was just on a different level. And I'm like, okay, because I trust that guy's opinion. Yeah, it's a good thing Korean eighty carries and like 
it's a good thing Eastern 80 carries never come to NA and do absolutely nothing with their careers afterwards. It's a good thing there's not a precedent for well, that. There's, yeah, there's, there's, there is the curse, so we'll see. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I, I, uh, yeah this is the most impressive NA roster change I've, we've ever seen, I think. Uh, yep. Just on paper, my grade would be a, just a flat S. They're, they went from, what, sixth, seventh place to first place? I mean, spoiler, they're my clear and away number one on the power ranking. They have created the blueprint for how to win an offseason. Yeah. Uh, so if we're if we're doing S rankings, I'm giving them an S. Whatever the highest is, it's either A plus or S. Yeah. We're doing this, S. This is, this, yeah, CLJ gave A plus, but I think this is just on a different tier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love this from FlyQuest. Okay. Moving on to 100 Thieves. They have announced their official challenger team. They have not announced their LCS team, although Bjergsen and Doublelift have been seen wearing 100 Thieves merch and boot camping with the team, so we can pretty much assume that those two are going to be on 100 Thieves, which makes their roster Tenacity, Closer, Bjergsen, Doublelift, and Busio. Um, this is a couple of veterans with a lot, a lot, a lot of wins under their belt. Um, I think this is a safe move from 100 Thieves. They're not really necessarily going out to get the guy that's going to be the MVP, I don't think. Um, they're kind of just trying to say, okay, our roster has more experience than yours, and then the younger guys can come up. I I don't hate it, but I, I think it's very safe. I think I just give them a B. Uh, I don't know if that's ahead. like a divisive opinion, ahead. but... Me? Yeah. Yep, you go ahead. Yeah, yeah I like it a lot. Uh I think a lot of the narrative around Bjergsen and Doublelift being washed is going to be disproven. I don't think Bjergsen was like at all an issue on Team Liquid at all. I think he was for the most part their bright spot. Uh so I and, and I think he'll he'll be back more into form here, although there's going to be a lot more competition in the mid lane, so we'll kind of see. Uh and I've been calling for Tenacity to get moved up for like a year now so i'm super psyched with that her busio uh a lot of people have a lot of good things to say about him and i think just moving on from abadage is the greatest thing in the freaking world uh for sure upgrade in what i, I mean most positions i think so i i gave him an a okay i also gave them a b uh i kind of had the same opinions as eli I think that I'm more lukewarm about tenacity than I thought I was going to be upon his promotion. Um, I I feel like I just worry that like the window was maybe like missed. I feel like people have always wanted him to be promoted, but I feel like his name in like the academy scene like quietly went away. Like when he missed last year's ability to be, I shouldn't say like he missed because like the hundred thieves didn't let him leave, um, but. I I think the best part about all of this is that Busio got promoted personally. I think Doublelift is coming into a what has now become a very competitive bot lane. Um or I should say bot lane, but like ADC uh league and I, so? I I mean Prince, Berserker, I'll talk about that part FBI. After yeah, I mean well I mean well, I'm sure we'll talk more about that like when we do power ranking stuff, but like I'm I'm not saying that like he's going to be the worst AD carry, but I'm saying that like 
I don't think he's the best AD carry like he used to oh, be I agree. Like I off agree on that. day yeah. one. Like, yeah, he, I, I, I 100% agree like with there's, that. There's a very real world where like two to three weeks into the LCS, we're talking about how Doublelift is the fifth or sixth best ADC. And you're, but like, I don't think that's necessarily a bad conversation to have. I just think that, you know, you're, I think there's a lot of other ADCs that can be solid. No, for um, sure. Yeah, I just think there's like two very distinct tiers of ADCs. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And ones that there's are a top, there's a top weights in the backpack. Yep, there's a top 60%, and then there's a bottom 40, or your top 70 and a bottom 30, yeah. for sure. I think it's the uh, most polarizing role this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I think that the, I think this team's biggest issue is that I think they're going to be very desynced in the early game. Um, because I don't think Closer and Bjergsen are going to hit on all cylinders, in my opinion. Um, but that's yeah, just that's like, that's just like picking, like they obviously got Bjergsen cause he's Bjergsen. I just don't think that the gameplay sync is quite there. So yeah, that's why I just gave him like a B. I was like, it's like a thumbs up for me. It's like, good job. It's like, you're probably going to yeah. maybe have some problems. Like when we come around in week five, but like, you know, they all, all of the like moves make sense to hundred thieves situation. I would say so. Yeah. The unforgiven part is weird to me. Um, but I, whatever. Yeah. I didn't count, yeah. I didn't count that. That's just <laughs> That's like an afterthought weird. thing of like, like maybe double lift was being like really like on the fence. So they were like, fuck it, get unforgiven, put him on Academy. And just, if, if this guy flakes on us, then yeah, I, we'll, I, I, we'll promote I, I, unforgiven. But I need to know if unforgiven knew beforehand before signing. Yeah, that, that will be interesting. Although to be fair, it just gives them that extra little bit of depth. Like what TSM has, you know, at every role. So if double if doesn't work out, you're probably still fine. If you're hundred thieves, I, I don't hate that move. I, I would probably hate it if I was unforgiven, but I, I don't hate it here. So Eli was a B and Coobs was an A. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Um, next on my list is Dignitas and, uh, what is becoming a staple with Dignitas and their LCS roster. They have told us basically nothing. Uh, that's not new. Dig has never been super forthcoming with their information. But from what we can surmise, Dignitas' roster will be Armut, Santorin, Jensen, Spawn, and Ignar. Um, this roster, again, is is a really veteran group. You got a lot of names. Um, you got one name that I didn't really think made sense. Um, but it's... Um, I'll hold judgment. I, who who, st- who started the first one, by the way? Who started the first who, one? Did, did you start FlyQuest or did I start FlyQuest? Uh, I think I did. Okay, so... I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to feel can about I, this. Can I, can I cut in? Yes. Can I, because it, like, it totally works with what you said. I'm going to spoil, semi-spoil my power rankings. Not spoil them, but like Spoil my mindset. Uh-huh. I started them in seventh, like uh-huh. for my power rankings. And I, I have it all I've crossed out so many things on this power rankings. Like I, I'm everywhere and I'm still probably not done. But I have literally moved them all the way up to third place, and then I have moved them all the way back down to seventh, and then they are currently in a different like in a spot in between, like in that area. But yeah. like you can see their name on my notebook is scribbled out every single position up and then every single position back down. Cause I've literally just like Oh, oh yeah, like these guys, like they could, yeah, they're better than, like, oh, they're better than, let's like, say, EG. And then you're like, well, on a good day, like, I'll knock them back down. It's like, well, and I'm just everywhere, just everywhere, man. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. I love I, it. The reason why I asked who went first in the first one is I was 
trying to pass this off, and then I realized that I'd basically already given my like piece on it, <laughs> and I I still have no clue what I want to do with Dignitas here. Uh, you get Santorin, Jensen, and Ignar. All of those guys are are classic LCS names. Um, but is it good? Is it, Jensen makes worlds a lot, but is this a good roster? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Did they? I'm down on this roster. Did they? Um, Spawn played like the last two weeks of summer, right? Or was it all of summer split? Uh, last two, three weeks, maybe. Did he? I'll be honest. I kind of stopped watching LCS games. at some point. I know he played LCS Hold games. On. I don't think he played all of summer. Because I, I that's like my one thing about he him. He joined Dig in July of 2022. He came up from Academy in July. Yeah. So, so they played towards yeah. the end, like last couple weeks, he came into play. They had Neo, so they swapped him and Neo around, like towards the end of summer. Okay. Yes. Because that's my one, like, shining bright light that I would put, like, on spawn is that, like, he didn't really get the chance to play. He also know? played very well in Academy. He was one of the he's top... also the He's also the only one they kept out of yeah. everybody. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Dignitas cleaned house. They called up yeah. spawn. Spawn played really well in Academy. I... I honestly could not tell you how well he did in LCS because at that point I was just ready to fire this entire organization into the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm going to settle on. Oh, fuck. Do I? Cause I feel like every grade I give them is wrong. Like, okay. I want to give them a B. I feel like a B is too high. And then I go down to like, I guess it's a B minus because if I give them a C plus, I feel like that's too low. Like you have to put some level of respect on the names that are here, but also one of the names is Armut. I can't wrap my head around why that's the top lane. Like you got an import top laner, and it was the guy who can only play Nar, and he's the second Nar on your team. Like what? I don't. <sighs> B minus because they pulled in a lot of experience. But man, do I not feel good about it. That's where I'm going to settle. You said you were were down on them, so why don't you go next? Yeah. Yeah, I... So a couple ways that I kind of go about this one. They obviously got veterans. But in my opinion, these are all veterans that all play like a secondary role, like second fiddle. Like they're... Like Jensen hasn't been really a star of a show, and I mean he's past his prime, I think. And Santorin, whenever when he plays with legitimate, like you know some of the top tier talent, he looks great. But he has he's had those years where he hasn't looked very good too. And you could probably argue this because it's just I don't know. I just feel like there's no star on this team. Yeah, that's gonna actually carry. And I've seen. I mean, yeah, I I, I don't think this roster is gonna be very good. Um, I think it just kind of went old guard names must hire a yeah. little bit, uh, which I think is typically also not been good. Uh, I mean, they're, they're going to be better than last year for sure. But unless like 
unless like, like their shining light is that like since no one's the sh- like the star, it can be a completely like selfless team and like right. Maybe right maybe play. teamwork prevails. Like, there is there is that. So uh, and Santorin and Igar are really good at like teamwork. You know, so maybe yeah. No, like I can see it, but I, I just and I mean, Armu it's, plays oh, Nar. He's good at team fighting. It's it's completely coin flip on if Spawn is a god or not. I think I was gonna say it's putting a lot of right. weight on Spawn's shoulders. So I, I I just can't I can't really give them higher than a C in my opinion because I, I i don't think I, I my initial thought is that this isn't going to work uh but i do i do think there is like some potential here right i just don't think it's the most likely option um go ahead go ahead no no no. no you go ahead i need to i need a second for this i have my spring like predictions broken out for teams on a top seven Like, there are seven top teams in the league. Obviously, there are teams that are better than other teams. But, like, I think the top seven teams are definitely better than the bottom three teams, which I think is really good for the LCS. That means that someone is not making playoffs. And I don't think that I'm ready to say that Dignitas is one of, is the team that's not making playoffs, which I think for spring which I think is great news for Dignitas. I think that this roster is better than last, last year's for sure. Yep. I think that they have some pre-existing synergy that hopefully works in their favor, because if it doesn't, then they're in more trouble than I'm giving them credit for. Jensen and Santorin played together for two years? Or one, one year, I think. And then Santorin and Ignar played together on FlyQuest when they went to back-to-back finals. Um... Yeah, Spawn and Armut are the red flags, but I would I would also say that like Armut is coming into a year where the LCS top lane is going to be really good. Yeah. Like Which is which is bizarre because the worst it top laner in the bit. league is Revenge on Immortals. Like Revenge, Licorice, Licorice and Solo. Well, I guess like a tenacity sucks, but like like, if he's better than those three, like, great. I guess that's what I'm expecting from him. But, like, it's kind of an uphill punch after that, for sure. So... I wouldn't be surprised if he's statistically the worst top in the league. I, I wouldn't be surprised either. I'm not very high on, like, European imports like him. I don't think they work out at all. Especially with the reputation of being a one-trick. Yeah, yeah. And, like, his his roster problem like his roster problems will probably be a little bit better because he's in na but like they're not going to be better at all like it's really something that he'll have to actively work on and fix um yeah i think that there is raw talent on this team i just don't think that that raw talent is in the carry way yeah like you like you pointed out before so yeah i would say you got got all bridesmaids and no bride Exactly. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you yeah. you have you have a bunch of bridesmaids that anybody would bang, but like none of them got the <laughs> ring. So like, does it like so it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. All right. The, so the question I, I, so I'm yeah, going to give them. I'm going to give them a B. Is what I'm going to give them. Okay. Because I like the I like the pre-existing synergy a bit more. I think that, and I and I think that's really important because I think the three that have pre-existing synergy are the core. And I have a little bit more faith in Spawn, I think, than you guys. I just, I think it's good vibes, like when they put him in, and the, that they kept him. Um, and I definitely remember a conversation with Eli last summer in which I was like, "That was pretty good." So let's see what happens. 
That's I just say the decision. Not... I think the decisions that they made were just again. It was a good thumbs up. It's just thumbs up. Good job. It's better than the last one. I expected nothing from Dig, and I'm surprised in a more positive than negative way. There you go. That's that's a pretty solid way to explain a, a B. <laughs> and I, when they're in tenth place halfway through the season, I will rotate my thumb down. Right. <laughs> I will do that. So here's here's the hypothetical I was playing with while you were talking. Okay. Uh, does this Dignitas roster win a best of five with TSM's Academy roster? <laughs> I mean, I legit think it's going to be closer. <laughs> I legit I, it's I like a five it goes series. Five. Yeah, and I, I think, think they TSM win. Yes, wins. I think they win that best of five. No, Dig you wins that so? best of five. Yeah, come on. I also have no faith in Hanser or Wild Turtle like anymore, but I yeah, that's no, that's fair. Jensen's the, definitely better than Triple. That's true. You know. Yeah, I, I I don't know if you can compare Ignard and Drag Coup because support's kind of uh, kind of weird. Eli, you, about him. you were B minus and Coobs, you were yes. C. Okay. Yeah. Yep, you got it. Um, boy, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and, and throw this out here right now. I'm going to be cheering for both FlyQuest and Dignitas this year because when I thought Dignitas was leaving, I got really hype about being a FlyQuest fan. I'm <laughs> not going to give up on Dignitas because they didn't leave. They're still my team. It's not exactly ride or die, but you know, I'll I'll suffer a little bit for a while. Um, it, when they go head to head, I think I'm just going to watch and put all my opinions aside. I hope Dignitas does well and the organization can come back from the ashes. I don't know if this is necessarily the way to do it, but it's certainly not the way to not do it, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, change okay. mine to a C plus. C plus. Oh shit! I just want because I do because I, I just I wasn't giving them enough credit for that being better than last year. That's fair. But I still but I still think they they needed to find a star and they didn't. Yep. Okay, moving on to number four. This is a team. The only team. Uh, on our list for today that actually did announce their full roster. Team Liquid announced their roster with a video where Steve announced that he has a new cat named Yumi, uh, which was important to him. Uh, So Team Liquid's roster is Core JJ, Yon, Harry, Summit, and Pioshik. And I understand that I said those in a weird order, but that's just the number. That's the order that he announced the players in in the video, which I thought was very odd. Pioshik, obviously, the defending or the reigning world champion jungler from drx um i don't know a lot about harry but yon and core jj are pretty solid and summit is summit so uh coops have you started one i don't think you have why don't you lead off here yeah i uh i like this team but i do think it's a bit shaky as far as consistency will go yep um PO6 got to prove that he knows where his smite button is. That's correct. In my eyes. Uh, and Summit has to prove that he won't die endlessly to ganks. But, yes. But Summit is still an insane talent. Um, I, I think he very likely could be the best top lane in the league. Uh, again, I guess, because <laughs> he was when he did the regular season when he was here the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, I mean, Core, I think Core JJ with, uh, I, I just think the support jungle synergy, they like going top, getting top a lot. Like Core JJ is like notorious for just roaming top. He kind of yep. started that whole business. And 
I think getting Summit ahead is obviously like a win con with the champions yeah. that he plays. And I mean, we'll see what the meta shakes out to be because I, who knows? I mean, this could be like a top lane tank meta coming up, uh, which, you know, isn't exactly the uh, the way to carry from top lane most of the time. You know, it's a way right. to enable usually. Right. So we'll 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 kind of see what the. I think a lot of these rosters could be subject to what the meta ends up being. Honestly, I think I think some rosters benefit greatly from tank or no tank. I think. Uh, yeah. I think this team does. If that happens, you know, I, I think they'll still be good though. I think they'll still be totally fine. Just maybe not a, quite the one v nine summit show. Yeah. I uh, I like you. You mentioned the jungle support centered like roaming together. Pioshek made a career at DRX out of roaming with Barrel. Core JJ also really wants to roam. So yeah. I think they've got really good synergy in that that respect. Yeah. So I, I think this is super good roster. Uh you know, I it's the I probably would have moved them up if they made a little bit more of a splash at the mid and eighty carry position, but I'm gonna give them an A minus. Ooh. Yeah. Elon, I, it sounds like you need to go next. <laughs> I Hmm. I don't disagree with that. I just I don't know enough about Harry. I'm pretty confident that Young's going to be fine. I don't know that he's going to turn any heads, but I don't think he's going to be in that bottom 30% pool personally. Uh so it's really just a matter of can Summit and Pioshek play consistently for me. I like the potential upside of this. I also gave them an A minus. Because I think the idea is really sound. It just might not work in practice. That That's where I'm at with Team Liquid. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Given the history. Um, I gave them a B. Okay. I have less faith that the style of this team will work. I think... You've been hurt once. I mean, I don't care about Steve. They can't hurt me. <laughs> I think Summit was already solved, and that's why he was removed from C9. And I think that I, I just don't. I think having to camp Summit to counteract like him, like getting his butt kicked and not having a a champ pool is going to greatly hurt the two rookies that are coming onto this team, and it could cause for a lot of problems. I think just the one redeeming factor for this team is that they all speak Korean. I also don't have a crap ton of... I don't think Piosik is going to just, like, come smurf on the LCS. Like, I think he'll be a good jungler, but I don't think he'll, like, just run train on everybody else, really. Like, I would right. just have a really solid, like, jungle core in the LCS, so I just don't think it's enough to make that splash. I Like, I think, I think Coop said it best, but, like, there's, like... Didn't you say it with this team? There's like no splash. I, I think like, they could have the made more of, more of a splash. I mean, more, of a, more this, of a splash. Obviously, yeah. the splash is top jungle. Like that's a giant splash. But I don't. I think, I don't, just, I think mid and eighty carry. I think if you could have found someone with a little more experience, it would have been a little better. I think I just take like a step back at this team and I just kind of go like, okay. Like also, their coach is Marin, who like supposedly hasn't played League of Legends in four years. So <laughs> oh, I don't good. know. Like yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. It just seems really wonky to me in general. And so I was just kind of like another B, just like, like, good job, I guess. Like, Summit, can Summit win MVP? Yeah. Can Summit also just get his ass kicked by every, like, other team because they just camp his ass and yep. NAR is, like, permaban? Yeah, that definitely can happen. Trust me, I know. <laughs> like, 
Which, if that happens, this is a fourth or fifth place team, just like C9. Like once Summit was figured out, it was a fourth, fifth place team. So like, which then I that's in the middle. So I just give you a B and good job. I actually but think... I do I do admit that like this roster obviously could just like run train on people. Like yeah. that definitely is a thing. But I just I don't think it'll be that easy for this team because just because like I said I. All the other teams that will be the best teams are the same teams that were the best the last time Summit was here, and they all know why he didn't win the LCS. I mean, so I think the, I think the league leveled up as a whole overall, anyways. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. I, I actually think Team Liquid and Dignitas kind of have the same, uh, like gameplay style problem, where yep. the, they need to play very well as a unit, and they don't really have that one person that can take over a game. I think Dignitas and Liquid playing against each other is going to be some of the most interesting matches you're going to see. Um, especially considering if Armut goes against Summit, which one picks Nar? Uh, 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 Summit will pick I'm, Jace then. Summit was a god Jace. Remember that shit? I'm gonna, that was ridiculous. I'm push back a little bit on that, though. I think Summit and Piosic both can 1v9. Okay. I, I agree that Team Liquid has Summit definitely a wider can. range of possibilities. If, uh, if, if I, I think when Team Liquid is bad, they're really bad, and I think when they're, if they're good, they're really good. I think yeah, that's fair. Toss falls in a smaller range. I yeah, do I agree have, that they have more potential. You have two players that are highly meta dependent, and like, are no, Nar and Kindred going to be meta at the exact same time? Like, no. And will Nar be meta at some point in the year? Yes. Will Kindred? Well, possibly. Like, it's kind I, of a hit I, or miss. But like, could we take a second to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, because I do think the most the most likely meta at the start, based on the changes we just got for one, uh, and some upcoming champions coming though, is that we'll see. I, I mean, I think that if we see tanks, we'll probably see Nar. Will it get banned? You know, that's a different right. story. Right. Uh, but also, we see tanks. Like I think, like Kindred still gets a lot of value when going against mostly you know three three plus you know melee opponents. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I do. You know, it's still iffy. You know, I can't like lock that in. But I do think that like some of these, there's definitely some room for uh, at least those champs in particular to right be a pick. We'll see way too much. Spoiler alert: Every tank in the game got buffed uh, <laughs> the day we're recording this. So that's probably going to stick to season opener, I would assume. Um. Did we all are we we done on liquid? Everybody get their saying? Uh yes. Okay. So the final team on our list is Immortals. And I'm the, the, reason, best last. <laughs> the reason they're last is actually because I got through nine teams and I could not remember who the tenth team was, and I had to look it up. Uh Immortals appears to be Revenge, Kenvy, Ablaze Olive, Tactical, and Fleshy. I know very little about Fleshy. Uh, I'm happy a Blaze Olive is on an LCS roster. That's that's good. I don't. I don't know where the identity. I feel like this team has to win individually. I I think they need individuals to win, and they can't really rely on overall team play. But boy, do I not know what to do with the Mortals. <laughs> Uh, you want me to go? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I gave them a boost because they signed a Blaze Olive. Can't lie. Yep. yep. Uh, 
But this team heavily depends on tactical and revenge taking a step forward. Which I think, like, is like, yeah, it could happen. Do I think they're going to? Not really. Uh, revenge is a weird one, because I think he is, like, insanely talented. He's just perennially top five on NA ladder every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just it just seems like he makes solo queue mistakes in competitive play is what it feels like uh and tactical's got his positioning issues which we'll i will see if the break got him cured or not again i'm holding my i'm reserved but i mean i think overall i just you're putting too much into you're putting too much faith into players that have kind of proven for a somewhat sustainable time they're not really going to be your play like they're not going to do it they're not that yeah. guy yeah. Uh, so I, I give them a C minus. Yeah, that that seems fair. I I don't see it, like I I don't look at this roster and I, I don't see anybody that I think can one v nine. And I think Immortals need someone to one v nine to win games. Yeah, I do think Blaze is underrated. Maybe I mean I might just be fanboying, but uh, I do I do think that. This could be like an interesting way for him to kind of showcase a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you just gotta, but I don't know. We'll see if he can. We'll see how this kind of goes. I, I don't have much faith. I don't think they're gonna be very good. Yeah. Um, uh, I gave the. Oh, sorry. Well, I, I was just gonna say that I don't feel like they have a lot of synergy with this roster. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Also, yes. Yeah. Which is completely. which is really what I mean when I say some they have to win individually. I don't I think they're going to play yeah, well yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead, Logan. Uh yeah. I could only describe this. This roster is very basic with no like weapon, and I gave them a D plus. If um, most of supports a hidden god. Yeah. Right. If if Dignitas is all bridesmaids and no bride, I think Immortals is all ring bearers. I was going to say Ushers, but I like your ring bearer one better. <laughs> I mean, like, I know I think Ushers is better because it's like, it's like, that's going to sound terrible because Coombs was an Usher in my wedding. So I don't mean this this way, Coombs, <laughs> but like none of them, like none of them were like picked to be a groomsman, but they're all definitely still there, you know? Yeah. Like no other team in, the, like, in this league is going to be like, yo, come be my, weird. like, come be my groomsman. Like all the other teams are just like, nah, it's okay. You just be an usher, man. It's all good. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I do think they'll that's not how, the, that's uh, not why I picked you to be an usher, by the way. All right. I know, I have I know. three brothers. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I get no, 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 I know. I know. I totally get it. Like I said, I was just there to drink and have fun. And I think that this team's best use for the LCS is to create a interesting fight for 10th at the end of the year. I, Somebody I do, has to get last. I'll, I do think they'll, they'll be competitive enough. And I do think there's three teams in particular that are way below everybody else. Uh, and I think it'll be a, a, an interesting three way uh, race at the bottom. Yeah. I, I think a mortal roster is full of people that could be really good on other rosters. That's really my assessment, and I think I've settled on giving them a D. I'm pretty sure they are a bottom two team in the LCS. Yeah. And that's it. That's that's our report cards for uh for the LCS. Do you just want to well it's not really so bad? <laughs> I know. But I, I, I need the week to do my power rankings because I haven't done that yet. <laughs> um, I, 
it'll be a little messy to go through and, and give report cards. So maybe what we'll do during the week is put like a number value to grades and then we can say based on our letter grades, this is what we put them all together and then compare it to what our actual power rankings are. I think that'll be interesting. Uh, but for right now, uh, the the winners of the offseason are very clearly the winners of the offseason and the losers of the offseason are pretty clearly the losers of the offseason. This, this was weird, though, as far as we got all the reports about how nobody's spending money. <laughs> this will I be know. the lowest budget LCS year ever. Sponsors are leaving, you know, all this stuff. And I said, I said, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, we'll no. We'll see some noise. And I think we saw some noise. Uh, but I do think, I mean, I, I do think there was a clear distinction of like who could spend and who couldn't spend. Yes. Uh, it, you know, I think there was some fortunes that I like, didn't, I think FlyQuest just got under new ownership by some richer guy. Uh, I, yeah, he owns the Predators. Yeah, yep, yep. And and so I think there was like, I mean, there, there I don't know. I I think it was just, I was expecting not much. And right. then we got an absolute banger. And I think that's well, great. And then TSM loses their number one sponsor, and they feel well, they, what is effectively clearly, yeah. two LCS rosters. Yeah, that clearly, uh, they clearly want to save some money. Uh, yeah, this year, which I mean, I I get when you have a uh, your your business partner ends up being uh, not very ethical, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we got we got uh, <laughs> TSM can't catch a break, man. We got that coach, and now we got this. Uh, yeah. <sighs> And I don't, you can't even really like the FTX thing. I, you can't even really blame them for it because nobody, knew, all the anyone knew world. is that FTX had all the money in the world. Yeah. That's the only thing anybody knew. So that, that's just kind of like, you could make an argument. You should do better research on a coach or, or they should have known or whatever. You could make an argument for that. I don't know if it's a good argument, but you can make an argument for it. You can't even argue. Like if FTX shows up and says, we're going to give you $44 million. Right. You, they, had a, they had a deal with the NBA, right? Like, yeah, like they <laughs> they have a deal with with the organization that you are playing as a part of. Like, they have yeah. the FTX Gold Graph. There's no reason for them to have assumed that that would be a problem, you know. So that that is kind of shit. I I know I give uh, I I know I talk down about Reggie a lot, but I don't think the last couple of things have necessarily been his fault. A little bit unlucky. Unlucker dog. And okay, so that, what, that's um, the LCS rosters. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Started. What was your Immortals grade, Eli? Uh, say D plus. Yeah. Or C minus. D plus. I gave the C minus. You gave a lower one to me. I remember thinking that. I was like, wow. Yeah. Did I give him D plus or give him a D? I don't remember. I don't have it written down. Hmm. Well, right now, gun to your head. D or D plus. D. All right, there you go. I feel like, a, it was like I'm calculating some averages. Okay, okay. For for context, Logan stepped away for two minutes and didn't hear me say that we were maybe going to do that for next week. So if you want to do that right now, it's totally fine. No, I, I already had it like half done. I okay. added like two more, and something for some reason is not adding up. So I'm just checking my math quick. But sure. just keep okay. talking. We we'll do it at the end of the episode. I'll just say what it was. Okay. Uh, while he's doing that, we're going to move on. I don't really have anything else for the LCS per se. I want to talk uh, about the patch. We can talk about the patch. I do want to get to two 
Uh, well, we can do patch first. I think that might be a little bit more important. I'm your guy. How are we on time right now? We've got, Uh, okay, we got like 15 minutes. Beautiful. We'll cruise through this somewhat. We'll take our time, but we'll also go fast. We're currently on patch 12.23 that came up the day we are recording this. This is the ARAM changes, and every tank in the game got buffed. Koobs, the patch guy, go ahead. All right. Uh, So, items. I think they're starting off with the uh, Moss. Moss Stomper. Stomper. Uh, yeah, Which, that's what I mean to be nerfed. It was clearing away the, the best jungle item. Uh, and so they took down some, the, the half the, tera- the tenacity duration buff. Yep. Uh, oh, and they made it. Okay, good. And they made this it is multiple, the green multiple. one, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know it by the name Moss Stomper. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. Uh, and they changed the way the tenacity worked, which thank God, because this was giving people with the right item combination like 95% tenacity. Uh, which is disgusting was, by I, the I way. think i'm i think i'm wrong in that i think i'm hyping that number up a little bit too much i might have been like 75 but it's still insane 75 uh, feels like 95 when you're in the game yeah so now it just times the percentage by the tenacity that you have where before it just like added like 20 tenacity like 20 yeah. percent just slapped on so that's good uh yeah. still gonna be very good on the people that use it well ravenous hydra nerfed the splash damage went down uh, and they removed Omnivamp stacking on, on the passive. So, okay that nerf. That felt necessary. Yeah, it's an okay nerf. I still think it's uh, overtuned, uh, but maybe this is enough. I don't think it's enough to pull it back in line, but, you know, maybe depending on, you know, if it takes one more auto to, for wave clearing on some champions, who knows? Right. Uh, but, but still, I think, going to be a very good item, and the champions that want to buy it will still buy it. Sunfire Cape is getting cheaper god bless cost is going down by 100 god bless and health is going up by 100 god bless i like it this item need to buffed then the health buffed also buffs the damage because that's based off of your bonus hp this is actually a really really important buff right now especially with all the tanks getting better um this is going to be like a must buy on a lot of champions this patch which i i I kind of think it should be like it should be like the the wave like the one that tanks like would want to get and if they don't yeah. they should be able to like feel the difference uh and so I, I I like that that's the case um then I and I think overall at the state it was it was kind of weak yep uh champions Amumu uh getting more health grossed uh Q mana cost is going up. Uh, w damage is increased and E base damage increased. So uh, the, the mana cost does not matter because he is a jungler. Uh, I guess nerfs are support, but uh, he gets a lot of damage back. Helps us clear a little bit. Good buff for jungle Amumu. Yep. Cholgath, another tank. Here's the uh, the trend. Uh, Given him his passive is going to restore more mana. His W base damage is going up by uh, five at rank one and twenty five at max rank. Uh, and our cooldown now decreases with rank. That's that's kind insane. of insane. You know, when I read this on Twitter, I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was a flat eighty, and they, or I thought it was scaling. They're making a flat eighty, and I was like, wow, that's a you know, considering it has heart steel, that's a pretty that's a fine nerf. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Problem. Like at, uh, at like at, at at level sixteen, your alt, not including any cooldown reduction, is sixty seconds. Yeah. Wop, yeah. Wop, wop. yeah. That's you. 
I, I uh, hope you like the the look and feel of Trogat's insides because he's going to be eating you a lot. He's, yeah, he's uh, he's going to be a terror, uh, and this is a buff that makes people excited to play him. So you'll see him a lot more. Unfortunately, yep. uh, Doctor Mundo is getting a very big change. Uh, basically, they're trying to make him more unkillable late game. Uh, but then they're taking away some some damage in the kit too to kind of compensate. And he's getting a little bit squishier earlier on, but he is scaling better uh, defensively or magic resist. But base attack speed is going down and attack damage growth is going down. Uh, his passive, when you procs it, it currently does, what is it? It used to do 7% of current health, and when you picked it up, you get 8%. They are basically halving both those numbers. So it's less yeah. punishing when it gets off you, but it doesn't heal for as much because it's, uh, so it's good because man, that a the AI or whatever you call it, how it acts where it just jumps right at your enemy's feet is uh, insane to me. Oh, but I definitely feel when the other team has a Mundo, it goes like ninety degrees to the left, so he doesn't even have to put himself into more danger to pick it up. Not, yeah, not when I play that champion. My God, yeah. Uh, increased health for throwing his Q. Uh, but his W now basically heals him no matter what. So it 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 costs eight percent of his current health, but he'll heal fifty percent back of that by activating it. So it just it makes it easier to use. You're just oh, I need heal, I press instead of having to like time it with champion damage and making sure you hit a champion with it. I believe. I th- uh, that that's how I read that as well. Which if you're the Mundo player, I think is a good quality of life thing because it was very frustrating uh trying to get anything out of your w it fe- it felt like a like a dead ability a lot of the time yeah and it's super good against burst damage now because it's uh now what so it's damage stored as gray health it used to be like 25 percent to 45 percent now it's 80 to 95 percent in the first 0.75 seconds and then 25 percent after so upfront damage is just better against uh E, what are they doing here? Sorry, I didn't read this one beforehand. They're making it percent max health instead of bonus AD. Am I reading that right? Uh, oh, well, it's, it's, no, 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 no. So he gets bonus AD as a passive to his E, and it would give him more bonus AD oh, based oh, on missing health, now it's just and now health. it is on maximum uh, yeah. health. So at full health, you get the same value out of it as if you were at like 10% HP. Yeah, 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 that's gross. Okay, good for him. Tank meta incoming. Uh-huh. Health cost goes up, who cares? <laughs> He's going to heal, just passively regen it all back. Uh, cooldown goes up early, but the same late, and but does less damage, bonus damage to monsters, which you're already doing more damage to anyways, so. Uh, and then his R is what? Basically healing him more, but no longer giving him bonus AD. Rank, wait, oh, uh, at, rank, at rank three, Mundo's R healing effects are increased by an additional 5% per nearby enemy champion. Oh, so he is at another Christ. level 16 power spiker. Have fun. Oh. All right. Ah, I actually had no idea Cassante got buffed. Uh, I told you, every tank in the game, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy. Do I think he needed it? No, I am a Cassante uh, one trick for those of you who don't know. I've played. You have the title, right? I uh, yeah, I was uh, I was ranked top 500 in the world at one point, very very briefly. Uh, so yeah, I love that guy. Uh, 
I think he's good. I, I, I mean, I know I don't play at anywhere near the highest level of play, but I think this champion's insane. So the kidnaps you can do and, and just his overall tankiness. And I think he scales super well, not maybe not damage wise, but just through CC and like protecting. Uh, so now they are buffing his lane by increasing base health regen and health growth. And his E footwork is now in partial auto attack reset and full in all out form. And so that's really, really fucking good. Uh, and now while forgive adjusted east left Cassante is very close to the wall. He will now go through the wall. Wait, so can he just if he's on like a really skinny wall next to like Dragon Pit, can he E over it? I think yes, that's I think he could crazy. do that anyway. No, you couldn't. I tried. You can only do it if there's, a, if there's an ally on the other side of the wall. Oh, okay. But if this makes it where he can, there's no way. I don't it certainly that. seems like you're just capable of going through small walls. I don't know. Wow. I thought he could. Just, I thought he just could, to be honest. With I, you. I think this. Yeah, I think this champion is just. I mean, his and his win rate. I like okay. I saw a post on this. His win rate's like fifty-one percent now, and which I remember it being mostly at like fifty or like forty-six percent. Uh. Good for yeah, I'm happy. I'll abuse this. I hope they don't ever nerf it because just <laughs> just for the sole fact that he is uh, uh, Lil Nas X, right? Of uh, course. So I hope <laughs> that's what I'm banking on as a uh, you know Cassante one trick. Uh, okay, love it. Uh, Cassidy, another big change. Uh, is, is this the one? Do we talk about this one in an earlier podcast? I think so because we talked about the spell shield being more reliable. Yeah, to, uh, yeah, yeah. Parry yeah. with. So basically. this is that insanely good. Cassidin, uh I legit think is gonna be like S tier uh, in League of Legends. I don't know. Yep. I, this just feels like he's just Eing all the time, but we'll see how it adjusts. And For how, reference, how it actually the, plays. the E changes instead of being uh, like you just need to get the abilities around it to get him to use his E. It now has just this really long cooldown, and abilities will lower the cooldown of his E by a second. Yeah, I mean, he does go. You know, it was five second cooldown technically, and but now it's a twenty-one to thirteen. But he's gonna get so much CDR anyways, just from having Seraphs. Yeah. Uh, good for him. Like Seraphs on its own is good for like thirty-five percent cooldown reduction. It's insane. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try that. I'm gonna take a break from being a one trick Sante for a second. Just a uh, second. Just a second. Though. I'll come back, baby. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kane is. Getting an assassin buff for on his passive, basically doing more uh, percent bonus damage based on level eight to thirty, and now to thirteen to forty. Uh, and shadow step peel upon entering terrain is just scaling better with his AD by ten percent. It's fine. I just don't see blue cane being good. I was gonna say interesting <laughs> that they're buffing assassin cane when they're shoving us into a yeah, tank meta, but they basically buffed it because they had to because that yeah. like, nobody Otherwise, can play that. Yeah, it would be a zero of. Zero percent uh, take. Yeah. Uh, Lilia. Oh, nerf. Okay, good. Q base damage decreased. Uh, she's insane with becoming a melee champion now. Uh, buffing her efficiency with both demonic and conqueror, both at which, especially top lane, Lilia loves. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think she was super strong. Deserved nerf. Uh, Malphite. Oh, Jesus. Even him. Uh, e damage increased. Armor scaling increased. Mana cost no longer increases with rank. Really good for lane sustain because his main problem in Malphite's like way he trades uses a lot of mana. That's why it goes like Doran Ring and just maximizes on that. 
Yep. Uh, so able to spam it more is very good for his lane when he was already kind of a bully in a lot of matchups. Uh, and now it just scales better damage-wise. So yeah, yeah, solid. Uh, Maokai, passive heal increase, Q base damage increase, and damage to monsters increase. They continue... Uh, oh, they, I mean, they just nerfed this guy. I'm kind of... Wow. Uh, must be slow with the new jungle. That's why they're buffing bonus damages to monsters. Uh, healing more cool. Base damage on Q helps his clear speed. He's the same champion. But yep. better, a little bit for sure. Uh, Mordekaiser. Passive damage camp against monsters decreased. Now only procs when hit by large monsters. Uh, so good. His clear speed was so disgustingly gross. He was one of the big winners of the jungle changes. Uh, as a, I just don't like playing against this champion. Mordekaiser is uh, one of those champs that like, I feel like doesn't matter whose team they're on. It's kind of annoying to play around. But like, if the other team has Mordekaiser, you have to gank him three times before he hits level six, or you're just kind of fucked. Yeah, and then like literally shouldn't like the right move is to not go top right almost no matter what. So then his ability to hide in the jungle and get to level six so fast was really problematic because wherever he goes, it's like you you can't gank him three times before level six because he's jungling. He's not in a lane. And this guy just spikes hard off of items like one through five. Like he just yeah. he just doesn't stop getting stronger. Yeah. Until like fifth item. Uh Shivana E damage versus marked enemies decreased. Uh I guess she's just I mean, she's been good for sure. Uh does a little bit less to, you know, her camps. Hurts her clear speed a little bit. I don't think you'll notice this that much though, I feel like. No, it it's it's percentage of targets max, max HP. Uh, which is probably just right saying we feel like she's going to be too effective against all these tanks. So we're yeah. going to. Yeah. I think it's more that they don't want her. They don't want her doing dragon in like five seconds. Uh... I, I guess they're okay with like six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that uh, seems right. Scion, a champion that I keep meaning to play because I want to play it with uh, the heart steel, but keep forgetting. Uh, getting some love, getting more base mana uh, and more mana growth. Uh, and then his Q base damage is going up. I mean, all these all these buffs are just because they know like it's gonna be tank versus tank slap fest, and they want people to still have fun and be able to use their abilities. Like that's all these buffs yep. are. Yeah. Like these yep. these don't. I mean, most of these don't really matter on the tanks just because of what they'll probably be. But they're gonna be super annoying for people that like don't play to the meta for sure. Uh. So yeah, interesting. Syndra is uh getting some damage decrease off her W as far as her percent true damage going down by 3%, but Good. increasing in scaling. So still a late game, disgusting freak of a champion. Uh, Scatter of the Week is cooldowns going up by two seconds, which is important. That is a window that like becomes a little bit more susceptible to you know getting killed through. Uh, yep. and the damage of it is going down, which I don't really think matters. I don't think that really impacts anything on her. I mean, uh, the eighty carry gets hit by Scatter of the Week, and they lose yeah, two thirds of their health bar. I don't think the ten percent like, AP they yeah. took off it's going to change it that much. That, could, that ability could do like zero damage to champions, and it would be still fine. It'd still be pretty good. Uh, and bug fixed, fixed a bug where upgrading Q could reset its cooldown. I think I experienced that one because I was like, "The fuck, I have a Q already." Yeah. Uh, Tom Kench getting some AP. Uh, AP Tom Kench. 
they're they're continuing on this little uh, ARAM build, I guess. Can I sneaky. can I really quick just point something out that they the way that they wrote this infuriates me. Uh, much more. My God, it says awesome. passive AP damage added. <laughs> Do we mean magic damage, Riot no. Games? No, AP damage is cannon, man. No, it's not. Uh, it's it magic damage and uh, physical damage. I'm just going off of the source material. <sighs> the, the only way they get kind of a pass here is because it is literally scaling with ability power. But, but God damn it, stop saying AP damage. <laughs> I, I just say it. I'm gonna, I gotta let Eric know it's canon now. No, he's gotta be, he's gotta be made aware. No, <laughs> he does not need to know this. But yeah, I don't think this champion will actually be good building AP, but actually probably super fun. Uh, they ran build IMO, uh, but he's also getting uh. Some more healing and his R, the way his R interaction works is the, probably the most important part of it. It used to last for just 2.5 seconds after the Devourer ends. Now it just decays by 50 health per 0.25 seconds. So it's not just like, boom, gone. You can kind of like predict it a little bit better. Yep. Uh, we just got to fly through these because this is taking longer than I thought. Uh, Trundle base attack speed reduced. R damage decreased. Fine. I guess they don't want him to be as effective as a counter to what the meta is going to be. Uh, Yumi. Pending rework is what they tell me, or what, mid-scope, basically? Yeah. I don't know. They're going to do something with her. They're... They said it is a large-scale mid-scope, but for the moment, she's getting a couple of changes to... They're allowing Yumi to be on someone for longer, which I think is actually a buff to most car- to most players, and they won't just jump off as frequently and die. Uh, and the, But the duration on R is going down 1.75, 1.25. Not a big deal, I feel like. Uh, Zach, passive healing increased, Q cooldown decreased, health scaling increased. Good for him. He's going to be really good. Uh, and Zeri is the last one good. For the 50th time since she's been released, <laughs> she gets a full three page list of changes. And I still don't think anyone's going to play her. Yeah, there's there's a guy on Twitter's tweet that I saved that I have to relook at that like went through the math on what this all means. Uh, basically, she's losing some range. Is the tankiest ADC by a wide margin, by a pretty good margin, uh, and that's and damage is uh, I think like a little up early, but it's I don't know. It's not like as reliant on these like cheat code, you know, Ludens W or just like the uh, like Triforce. Like it's not doesn't. It sounds like it might be less abusable by items, but we'll see. Sure. Uh, and her her ulti yeah. not lasting like yeah that yeah very that. long is a pretty big deal. Basically, if she misses an auto attack, it's over. Like it ends. So she has to conti- literally continuously auto attack for her movement speed and whatnot to keep going. Yeah, she's got like one point five seconds to hit someone, and if she doesn't, yeah, she won't have that seconds. like play where she like sprints away and then like sprints back in and autos. It's like yeah. nope, you got to keep auto attacking. So yeah, so she might be yeah, so she'll feel better to play against but probably like you feel like a champion yeah. for what the first time in like a couple months because that champion got gutted <laughs> uh jungle companions are i don't know what are they doing reducing the amount of gold they give to their owners uh so they're just like nerfing some of that okay and they're uh decreasing the attack range of gromp and rafters making it easier to leash a little bit in a smaller area beautiful 
Cool, cool. Um, just a reminder, ARAM clashes this weekend. Um, Get it. So, you know, if you happen to listen to this on Friday or Saturday afternoon, uh, don't forget to sign up for that because who knows if we'll ever get another one. This is a pretty, pretty big deal. Yeah, we so. we were supposed to end the year on um uh what's the game mode called Nexus Blitz. Blitz. We're not getting it until January. Well, um, no, we're getting told information in January. <laughs> oh, well, so we're not. Already, we might not even be getting it in January. I'm Which, pretty positive they're just going to announce that they're scrapping all game modes and not doing them anymore. Really? I mean, why that would d- they? Doesn't bother me at all personally, but I know some people I, will be very yeah. upset. I love Nexus Blitz. I'm upset. I I like it. I I like playing the extra game modes at least the first time they come out. And I feel like they could do a better job about bringing some of the older ones back into the rotation. I think there's I think there's a lot of game modes. There's a lot of untapped potential with game modes. And I think yeah. that what they currently give us is like a bare bones of what a game mode could be for League of Legends. And yeah, I just think that like I understand that it requires a lot of effort because their client is garbage. So upkeep is terrible. But there are so many games out there that have so many game modes and there's no reason why league can't have a working client slash game that then can have game modes that are yeah great so yeah uh the last two things i'm going to bring up on the uh on the patch notes are you're not going to see ally one to ally five anymore you're getting your grunt mark wolf whatever that's that's happened now um also you can swap your pick order if you would like you i think you have to do it before Four people start actually selecting champions, right? Yeah, that makes sense. So you can't just like trade once they're like, okay, they showed mid, we'll trade now. Right. I I don't know. You have to test the limitations on that, but that's kind of an interesting function. Uh I think. I don't know how important it is, but it's it's certainly interesting. Uh just a couple things to go through before we head out. How are we doing on time? we're there man uh just because this happened this week there was a a a new story or a rumor going around that evil geniuses put danny in contract jail um i don't know all of the specifics but according to logan you told me that uh at least the the most damning parts of this are not true do you want to extrapolate on that for a minute I'm sorry, what wasn't true? The, oh, the Danny, Danny thing. thing. Yeah. Um. So just supposedly, it's like the contract jail part is not true. That like EG's not actually holding him hostage, and that he literally can like leave if he wants to. Okay. Um. The information that's still unsure is that like is the um something happened in the team at the end of summer. And, like, we don't know what that was, and that could still very much be a thing. Sure. Um, but, yeah. So, we we will keep our eyes on that. And uh, LEC player Hansama is being sued by Athletes Representation and Consulting, which is a French uh, 
representation company for an alleged breach of contract by signing with a competitor and not paying commissions during his existing representation agreement. Uh, basically, he joined... I don't remember what team he joined. He changed Liquid? teams while he was still on another team. Oh, he he's on exactly G2. A free agent. Yeah. Uh, so he's currently being sued. And that could set an interesting precedent for Riot's moderation of contracts because I feel like on some level they should have known that this was happening. And if not, I feel like they're going to be a lot more involved in that going forward based off of this. So you probably won't see any changes to that this year, but like next year maybe. Uh, during contract negotiations, they'll be a little more hands-on. And I don't have anything else for this week. We've got changes being made to rank 2023. We'll get to that next week. Um, I've oh. got the rankings done. Yeah, go ahead. So I had like a point system, basically. So some of the grades, this is ranked top to bottom. None of the points were the same other than FlyQuest and CLG. Um so every so the order that I read them is top to bottom. Even if the grades might sound the same, the name that I read before is higher technically. Trust me, it works. So <laughs> first place was FlyQuest, A plus. Second was CLG A plus. The only difference in those is that we kind of all agree that FlyQuest was the best, but yep. we all give CLG merit for what they did. Yes. Third place is Team Liquid with a B plus. Uh, fourth place is 100 Thieves with a B plus. Fifth is C9 with a B. Uh, six is Dignitas with a B minus. Uh, seven is TSM with a C. Eight is EG with a D plus. Nine is Immortals with a D. Oh wait, did I do that wrong? Oh, sorry, Immortals with a D plus. And then. Uh, Golden Guardians has a D in 10th. I'm amazed that we, based on how we were talking about Immortals, that they were not number 10. I'm kind of amazed. Because uh, Koobs gave them a C minus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you did not I, I, give, I gave a Immortals a D minus. That, that was a bias, I admit. That's true. Interesting. Okay, so that is uh, the conglomerated grading i think we did pretty good with that i'll be honest it uh is remarkably close to i think what uh at least my power rankings was yeah yeah i i I think we did pretty good i I could go through each individual one to see who was like the most wrong with each situation but that feels a little more involved than we want to get right now yeah 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 (laughs) let's say that's a little yeah that's a little close actually it's not crazy at all I can yeah. actually tell you right now which of the most, the farthest one away actually from all of it is me with C9 and Eli with TSM. Was the most yeah. off of the like average. That's Eli fair. was higher, more higher than I was lower for TSM and I was higher on C9 than the average. So, but barely. I mean, that's like, but you're not biased. Still. But you're not. I mean, that that was half of a letter. It's half a letter grade difference. TSM was a whole letter grade difference for you. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Uh, last week's question of the week was in regards to ARAM. If they made ranked ARAM a thing, where do you think you realistically would place? And I think I would rather, like, not place, because I feel like initial placements in anything are kind of weird. But just, like, if you played it as as much and as casually as you did or would play ranked ARAM, where do you think you would sit? I feel like I play more ARAMs than most people and I have a pretty decent win rate. I feel like I could be plat in, in ARAM. But realistically, I would put myself in gold. Yeah, realistically, I'd be diamond, no question. Oh, okay. Well, with that confidence from Koobs, I'll also say diamond. All right. I have no, do- I have no doubt I'll be plat. I'm trying to weigh also like the situations where because it's ARAM, you just like lose from team comp like really bad i have so much champion mastery that i mean i I, i'm not saying that i can't but like you have teammates and like so like you like you your team could literally just have like five bad champions and then the other enemy team could just have five op champions that's like very possible but yeah i mean like i could grind the diamond i don't i don't think i'd have a problem with that but Hmm. yeah i don't i don't know i i feel like my like my losses in ARAMs are more decided by my four teammates than my wins are. Like when I win games, it's because the other team was bad. It's not because my team was good. But when I lose games, it's because my team's really fucking bad. And that could just be a perception thing to me. But I have less confidence that I would be able to place that high. I guess. Uh, next week. Oh, thank you. Next week's question of the week. Uh, once again, brought to you by Taylor. He sends me these in batches, and <laughs> I just kind of pick and choose. Uh, this is okay. This one's not the question of the week, but I just want to I want you guys to know that this is one that he submitted. Uh, and basically, the question is who has the biggest dick of all the League of Legends champions? That's not going to be our question of the week, but that that could have been it's easy. There's obvious answer though. We won't talk about it, but there is. We okay, I just, I just got an answer. We're all thinking in my it. Head. We're all thinking yeah. it. I have a couple of different options that I can tell could you what. When we see. stop recording, we'll talk about it. But I'm <laughs> yeah, not yeah, yeah, say yeah. It on yeah. Air. <laughs> uh, but our actual, uh, our actual question of the week is going to be: Which three champions do you want to protect you in a zombie apocalypse? So you got to pick a squad of three champs to protect you and to survive. Don't a zombie pick apocalypse. Jen. He's got a reload mechanic. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, and he's obsessed with the that. number four. I feel like that would get annoying. But that uh, that's all I've got for us this week. Uh, do you guys have anything else we need to go over? Nope. Cool beans. Uh, until next week, everybody, be well, and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye.